Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. It's Leon Oliver Window. Um, and the reason I'm telling you my full name is because nobody knows really what to call me. Um, but everyone affectionately calls me Ollie uh, because that's my middle name. So now you all know. So uh, hi, it's Ollie. And uh, I'm here with John. And uh, let's have a chat. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Well, hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Driven Chat Podcast. My name is John Marker and as you have just heard, this week's guest joining us for the second time on the Driven Chat Podcast is a man known to me as Ollie, so I call you Ollie, despite you are Leon Ollie, indeed. or Mr. Window, <laughs> nice. Leon Ollie Window. It's very official. Uh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um... Ollie Window, welcome back to the Driven Chat Podcast. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's nice to be back. It's great. Uh, it's great to have you back, and it's great to be back at Baffle House, which is where we first sat down with you. And in fact, I know for a fact. I think it was. Wow. I think it was September 2020. We first no way met and sat down. And we we sat downstairs in what is now the wonderful Baffle House, the coffee shop with motorcycles around, and yeah. we sat there on your lovely red sofas, which I'm pleased to say you still have. That's you were here at the start. Right at the start. I think it was about a week or two before you opened. We were an empty we were an empty garage building, and yeah. things have progressed massively. I mean, to fast forward, so yeah, this is, we're having a two-year update. That's it, yeah. We've got I a mean, lot to cover. We, we have a lot to catch up on. Me too. I, we, we should make it clear to the dear listener that I've been back here many, many, many times since <laughs> that date. Yes. Uh, this isn't the first time in two years that I've been back. But yeah, that episode went live in October 2020, and right. I think at the point that there was a bit of an in-between time, 
between us recording that conversation and it being published, you opened your doors yes. to the public. And I remember, you know, you told a wonderful story about what had got you to that point in life yeah. um, with the, the success of a security business that you sold. Uh, you made a bit of money, so you decided to put it into this amazing premises and build, start building, I should say, yeah. an amazing brand. Mm-hmm. Now, two and a bit years on, we're Where still are here. We? <laughs> yeah, we're still here. We're still going strong. And... Um, yeah. So um, yeah, what's happened the last two years? Let's 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 rewind. And uh, <laughs> it's handy where they play that little, little rewind. Yeah, the little <laughs> noise. Because yeah, let's let's yeah. recap. Because when we came, you were you were about to open your coffee shop side of things. You had a little Correct. rental business that was kind of renting out classic cars to people to take classic over to the Brackens. Yeah, classic car rental. And storage. then you were selling. Yeah, a bit of storage, and you were selling cool cars and motorbikes as well. Correct. And it all at the time, I remember thinking, "Oh, this is exciting!" Because there's a lot yeah. of very cool car orientated things happening now they were um so yeah it's a, a, a real mixture so we're still we're still one of the um so we're still one of we're in a niche in this i mean we've got some wonderful car since since this you know i mean um yeah the originators were caffeine and machine you know mm-hmm. um we've become friends with them yeah, yeah so hi guys i hope you're all well um <laughs> and uh, yeah we've done some collab events and things like that like with their birthday and all the rest of it recently so but anyway there's, there's also a, there's pockets of these new businesses popping up all over the uk which is mm-hmm. fantastic news for everyone with a with a you know with a petrol head mind whether it be bike or car because we've got places to go yeah. you know the uk is now this well it was always cool for car culture it's up there in the, you know, I always say, what's the best car culture in the world? And I think UK is up there in the top five for sure as definitely, a country. Definitely. And yeah, we're all spoiled now because we've got these cool places to go and meet our friends, hang out, look at cool stuff, and more importantly, drive. So we're, we're, we're in the foot of the Brecon Beacons and we've got this beautiful old wooden building, uh, which we're in, and we've expanded it and we've um, we've started, so we've put in a clothing shop, a retail section. Yeah. Uh, we've now put in a proper kitchen. Uh, and we're doing some real kick-ass um, hot food. Uh, we've got a breakfast menu, lunch menu, and we're doing evening events as well. So um, where we get live music at Baffle House, and we or we got we could do talks, we do quizzes, uh, we've we've played things on the big screen, we've done all sorts of stuff, and yeah, I'm long making that continue because it's become a real community. Mm. Um, that was easy for me to say, community. <laughs> um, so it's become a community and a hub. And do you know one of the most interesting things out of it is our regulars. We've got people who come here every single day. Really? Yes, and their wives come in then once a month to tell us off. All right? <laughs> and um, they come in here, and uh, we're talking not a young generation here. Mm. You know, our main demographic here now is 40 plus, wow. uh, which is interesting because some of these guys and girls are retired. They're bikers. People who are going to be able to bike midweek. Yes. Or drive classic cars and sports cars midweek. Probably, you know, they're probably a little bit older, you know, like mm. me, old. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Anyway, the um, what's really interesting about that is they come up to us and they say, Do you know, we've had we've had a deeper comments as thank you, you've given us a reason to keep going. Wow. You've given us somewhere to go, you've given us somewhere to feel special again. And that's what Baffle House is all about. It's a massive community thing here. Mm. And I don't mind telling you, I lost the love for it all. You know, mm. so after I first met you, um, what happened? Um, so yeah, I previously sold a company. I pumped all the money into that. And when we met you, it was COVID times. Yes, it was. We yeah, between COVID, lockdowns. COVID we? times is that a thing now? Yeah, I, I've got mixed views on that, so I'm not even going to go down that road. <laughs> However, what it meant was we were a quiet little business to start with. Yeah. Uh, what it also meant was I had I had a pot of money in the bank, and um, 
from selling my company, but also nothing to do. Mm. Um, and we we pumped it into this building, and we pumped it into, I mean, um, me and my ex-partner, we pumped it into uh, holidays and cars and all these different kinds of things that you do. And um, basically, we spent a lot. Yeah. And um, and then what happened there? Then um, you realise, I think, that that kind of thing doesn't make you happy. Mm. Uh, you know, doing all that kind of thing. And but, but where I'm going with this is. Uh, I lost the love really for for all this kind of stuff here a little bit, mm. and um, because um, ah, where do you go with this? I'm not. It's, I don't diff- know where it's I'm difficult, say. isn't it? Yeah. Because you know, there's a there's a famous old saying that if you work in a cake shop, eventually you are going to get sick and tired of cakes. Yes, exactly. We, okay. We I think we as people that work in the automotive industry, we are always at risk of that. We are anyone that's we've said this countless times before. We're in this mm. industry whether you're a car designer, a uh, managing director of a car manufacturing company, or you work in a hand car yeah. wash, chances are you're in this because you like cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is always that risk. When you when you completely engulf yourself in the world that is your passion, it, you, you're at risk of maybe things get a bit I serious. got a bit numb to it. Yeah. I got a bit numb to it. And what it was was like, I'm surrounded by all these cars and bikes and all the rest of it. Um, and also I had them myself as belongings. And um, I think what, I, what I've realised over the last two years, where I'm going with this and by, where I touched on the community side of things is what I've realised makes me happy mm. here and now I'm super happy, you know? Mm. Like I am, I'm the happiest human I've been in years. Brilliant. Which, oh, I'm in a great place and it's really good from a point of view of I've realised it's the people. Yes. It ain't the pizza metal. All right, they're cool. I love them. I love design. I love the little features. I love the smell of leather. Yeah. I love the feel of an old steering wheel. The, the taste, smell, touch of automotive mm-hmm. things uh, is fantastic to me. However, what I've realized is it's the group, you know? Mm. It's my fellow bafflers, um, George, Harry, Salt, Sam. Solid, become solid friends. Mm. They've looked after me. They've helped me. Um, they haven't given up on me, you know? Because I was like, at one point, I didn't even want to come here. Yeah. Uh, you know, because um, I don't know, I was bored, but maybe I wasn't happy myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got that back now, you know, in spades, thank God. Yeah. And it's because of that. I mean, they, they're relentless. You guys, you are relentless, um, <laughs> you know. And they, um, yeah, they wouldn't, let me, they wouldn't let me leave it, you know. Yeah. And um, long story short, um, you realise, yeah, it's the people. And that's why I'm passionate, so passionate about Baffle right now, mm. is because we've created something so special. Yeah, and everyone who comes here, they say the same thing. Oh, we go to these other car places around the UK, but Baffle's authentic. Mm. As in, from a point of view, it feels like a house. Yeah. And it's called house for a reason, yeah? It's yeah. a home. Yeah. House is home in German. Hello, German friends. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we... Um, and that is, that's really special, you know? Mm. And so we've got, we've got regulars, I mean, proper regulars that are in all the time, mm. you know? And we see the same faces all the time. So we are making friends here. And um, yeah, it's just... You know what a wonderful thing we've created. Yeah. You know, so we've got that side of things. But then, yeah. So low classics. So for anyone who doesn't know and hasn't been here, uh, the building is half. Well, no, it's probably seventy percent baffle now. Mm. You know, uh, because baffle's growing. And then uh, there's a bay in the garage where we store cars. So we still do a little bit of storage, mm-hmm. but we don't do any higher. Mm-hmm. Um, anymore if we do it's only for press and media we were doing some hire to members of the public but unfortunately some of you members of the public can be naughty <laughs> you know in a hire car um, and uh, people's pride and joy and things like that so it's very different isn't it to uh, perhaps handing over the keys to a Vauxhall Astra and saying if you uh, damage Fast, the keys fastest car in the world John <laughs> yeah, yeah true a rental Vauxhall yeah. Astra is the fastest car in the world um, but yeah when you're handing over the keys to perhaps like a, a silver shadow or something going uh, the Brecon Beacons are that way please mm. be careful it's quite a scary absolutely. Prospect. <laughs> Um, 
So look, we um, yeah, so um, so low. So but what's happened? The fantastic thing that's happened is we got this massive community now of people coming here. You know, in the summer we could have a thousand people a week through the door. You yeah. know, we're talking serious numbers, and. Um, in the winter, we still got these numbers. You know, we've got a f- at least a few hundred people a week through the door yeah. uh, at the minimum. And what's happening now is the the off the back of that, Low Classics is selling cars. Brilliant. Okay, so what a wonderful collaboration, you know. Mm. That means the view, the view and the look of the place. Every time someone comes here, it's a different thing to look at. Yeah. So where you've got the glass wall or like the, the, the racking and in, in there the stock of Low. Um, and, and everyone, yeah, what Lowe is, Lowe is a small classic car company and we're brokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've kind of found our niche now. We know what we are. Before, I didn't know what the hell we were. Yeah. But now we are. So you give your car to us, your pride and joy. We look after it. Mm-hmm. We detail it to so within an inch of its life. We do small repairs to it and we, we make it as perfect as it can be. And then we put it up for sale. We market it on the five major platforms online, uh, social media. We work in forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we can even take care of auctions and things like that for people at Great. really you know steady rates. And then we just keep a small percentage between 5 and 10% of the car sale. And we hand it to a new person who's going to own it and love it. But because we're taking cars from enthusiasts and selling to enthusiasts, mm. we're not going to auction and buying rubbish. No. We're not buying stuff which is rusted, you know, and a knackered old classic off Facebook Marketplace or something like that. Mm. We're actually taking things that people have loved and cared for. Yeah. So our stock is top-notch. You know, we're getting good things to sell. So that's that's been fantastic. So it's uh, we're really finding the synergies, mm. yeah, between Baffle and Low, and it's really good, you know. So, Perfect. but also we are one of the only places in the UK which is I which is cars and bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not many cafes or many car places which are bikes as well, and so we do both. Yeah, yeah? in yeah. the winter we're flat out cars. Yeah, mm. we've got cars, cars, cars everywhere. Today we had a Jaguar meet. Uh, well, we had 28 Jaguars in the car park. And uh, and then those cars are packed full of people, and they're in here coming in for coffee and cake yeah, and burgers yeah. and you know and breakfasts and all the other lovely things that we do here. Which the breakfast, by the way, was absolutely on. Ah, thank you. Wonderful. So we've gone instead of going down the greasy spoon route, we've gone and actually got a proper chef. So we've got Gary the Goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gary the Goat, because he is the greatest of all time yeah. in his field in this area. He was 13 years in his last establishment. Wow. He's uh, he's he's a still a young man as well, but he's uh, he's a petrol head, uh, bikes. Audi cars, all the rest of it, uh, class. Um, he's also a forager, uh, okay. so we're we're blessed. We're in rural Wales here, yeah. and uh, but we're only thirty minutes from Cardiff and twenty minutes from the Seven Bridge. But however, we're surrounded by you know the Brecon Beacons, beautiful woods, walks, rivers. Yeah. So Gary goes out and finds bits and pieces. Brilliant. Uh, sometimes might make it to the menu. Amazing. Um, yeah, and um, so we've got a fresh menu of food here, and you like for instance our burger. Apart from the pickles. All the ingredients come within five or six miles. Wow. Yeah. So we've got bread from down the road in Newport. We've got beef from the farm in Goitro, which is next door to us. You know, mm. we've got eggs, which are coming from Abergavenny. You know, mm. this, this is great, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we're all about that. And hopefully people will know that when they come here, we, we've got solid reviews on the food as well, which is we're all very proud of. And we, we've made the food what we want to eat. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. five or sit down. Right? We want good quality food. Um, younger generation now you're more savvy to what food you're eating and all the rest yeah, of it you don't want to right. eat a load of processed stuff so you're not going to find that here mm. uh, but, it, but it is going to be tasty and it could be dirty you know <laughs> but, it's, but it's going to be or it's going to be wholesome okay yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we are so that's that's what we've been doing and, um, and since I've spoken to you last the the other thing we're doing, we're still doing trips, okay? Great. So after I spoke to you, we went on the NC500, yes, um, which was uh, on an Africa twin that you and Amy were sat on, I remember. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, Andy left the lights on, so the next day I had flat battery. Cheers, Andy boy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but long story short, yeah, we've been doing trips. So our love, for, our love of all things automotive has carried on. So things I've done recently, uh, so fuel motorcycles in Barcelona. 
um, which yeah. is Carlos and Isidoro's uh, business, um, who have become firm friends of, of Baffles and mine. Right. Um, we we packed up. We packed up a Volkswagen Transporter mm-hmm. uh, with three bikes on the back, and we're not talking your normal Dakar Rally kind of style bikes. BMW R75. 1972. Wow, yeah. That was me. I was on an airhead BMW, uh, which we kind of scrammed, made into a scram. <laughs> we had a Honda Dominator 400, uh, which again, we scrammed, but on little wheels with a short wheelbase, mental bike. That was for Rowan Sorrell from Bike Park Wales, cool. uh, who some people might know. He's a professional downhill mountain biker and all round good lad. And um, and then we had uh, Kyle Fletcher, another downhill mountain biker, who was, uh, he was also on a Dominator. Mm-hmm. And then we had an Aprilia, uh, army bike, oh, wow. which okay. was our friend Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. So Dr. Mike is a dentist slash guitarist singer. Um, so this is the kind of the painting the picture for the for the eclectic bunch that went. Yeah. So thirty of us went. So we went down to we 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 got the ferry to Santander. A couple of days on the ferry to chill, and then we drove. We hot footed it across to Barcelona. Right. And we got going. And um, what an amazing trip! So we went for two weeks. Um, and we got the ferry from Sete in France, or Set. I'm uh, I'm not very good with pronunciation, so anyone who's laughing, if you know me, you know I'm bad with pronunciations. But that's me, and uh, I'm happy with that. Um, so we, we drove. Yes, yeah, so we ride the bikes from Barcelona to Set. Nice. And then we get on to the. It's an interesting ferry. That's a very interesting ferry going over to Africa. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean there was chickens in boxes. There was cats in boxes. There was cats wow. on leads. Uh, and there's a lot of people like not using the bedrooms, people sleeping all over the floors on the ferry and all the rest of it. And, wow. and, uh, and you've got 30 adventurers. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a mixture of vehicles, defenders, uh, classic Range Rovers and an eclectic mix of motorbikes. Um, so we had, it was the first time Fuel had did four by fours and motorcycles on the same trip. Wow. And it was called Desert Rats, the event. So the Desert Rats and... Oh my God, we were desert rats, right? <laughs> 14 hours of bike riding a day in wow. the sand pit. Yeah, mental. I, I was by nowhere near fit enough for that trip. Yeah. But by the end of it, I felt fit. Yeah. yeah uh, my shoulders had rounded and I started to yeah, become good. And um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, spills and tips and turns and uh, little accidents and all the rest of it that we did. Uh, broken bikes, bits everywhere. Yeah. You know, it looked like a Dakar rally event in the evening. The pits outside the hotels, every hotel or every every campsite or anywhere we might be slept. We slept in the desert one night as well. Wow. Uh, we slept in, what's, what's the big tents called, John? Those big, massive tents. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. No, 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 no. This is even bigger. Even bigger than a yurt. Anyway. I know what you mean. I can it'll come to it me perfectly. Like a Bedouin kind of tent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the little, like the little points yeah, and tops yeah. and all the rest of it on them. Um, just to try and make the picture for people at Theater home. of the mind. Yes, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then like uh, Arab carpets all over the floor. Brilliant. Yeah, and, uh, and we're in there eating uh, tabula, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah all yeah. that kind of Moroccan food and yeah, all that. Yeah, lovely. great food. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But yeah, mental. So my bike, um, the suspension collapsed uh, day three. Wow. Uh, so I think I had 10 mil on the front and then not much more on the rear. Wow. Uh, yeah, the forks damaged. We couldn't get the bits to fix the forks. So I had a solid front end bike. So my body became the suspension. Oh, blimey. So if anyone can see me now, I'm floating my arms up and down. Because, uh, <laughs> that's, you, had to, you had to flow yeah, and you yeah. had to become very supple. Mm. And uh, I had to hustle that thing yeah, uh, on a loose rock shingle. And we were, you know, we were doing 400k a day. Yeah, get your head around that. Yeah, yeah, on and off road. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stages were two hundred and fifty k off road. It's you know? amazing, isn't it? I mean, as somebody, what that's is that about? I've done. You know, f- most of us listening, perhaps if you're a, a two wheeled person like I am as well, 
you've done a lot of riding on a motorbike and you'll know that even just riding on the road, even doing like twisty roads around the Breckens for a day, you can feel a bit sore in your shoulders after that. But the idea of, yeah, absorbing bumps and, and, and riding on sand is vicious as well, isn't it? A lot of the riders there were professional or semi-professional uh, kind of guys on mountain bikes or motorbikes and they, uh, they could ride, you know, they, or they'd been riding at a high level enduro or motocross for years. Mm. I had not. Um, so it took me a few days to get in, into the flow of it. Yeah. And um, I was smiling every single day, the biggest smile you could ever see on Ollie's face. Yeah, um, yeah it was just so good, so good. If anyone is ever thinking whether they should do that event, uh, one, it's value for money, yeah. I mean, they charge less than 3,000 euros for that trip. And uh, what, that's all your travel, all your food, all your accommodation, medics, mechanics, everything all in. Wow. You know, it is a bargain, really, I think. They must lose money on every trip. Mm. But they get amazing footage to sell all their clothes afterwards because everyone's wearing fuel. Of course. Of yeah. course, so they, yeah. there's method in their madness. Um, but what they've put together there is a magical trip. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't say it any other way, you know. Um, yeah, special, you know, yeah, mm. proper. Yeah, it's like you're driving through canyons with the desert either side of you and the sun's going down and all the rest of it. And yeah. it's a Dakar rally stage. You're on a Dakar rally stage. Like, Amazing. wow. Amazing. Yeah, and I looked across at me. We're on this one uh, stage and there's like five or six bikes. There's probably 100 metres between each bike and we're flat out on the sand, <laughs> you know, must be in 80, 90 miles an hour on sand wow. and you're just pinned, yeah, yeah. pinned. And you're all looking across each other and you're just laughing laughing when we got off the bikes it had been like we'd been out clubbing all night because your <laughs> adrenaline was massive yeah on my instagram which is at leon ollie window there's a few videos of after some of those rides if yeah. people want to if the people are interested enough they can scroll down and have a look yeah and you'll see like the euphoria yeah. um yeah everyone's buzzing amazing yeah? there's no beers involved you know we're drinking no. because it's an arabic country of course very 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 little drinking going on on that trip yeah but you have uh, like but the cans of coca-cola or bottle glass bottles of coca-cola in the desert mm. there we are there's an advert for you <laughs> but they taste so good in the heat when yeah. you've been riding all day your mouth's full of dirt yeah it was the great. human body does something quite remarkable doesn't it when it when it gets something it's craving a bit like if you're feeling a bit under the weather and you you smell yeah. an orange yeah your body's like that's the nicest smell i've ever smelled you need to eat that immediately and when you're like lacking on sugar yeah. And suddenly you taste that first bit of sugar in a fizzy drink or yeah. something like a Coke. Your body's like, more, yeah, consume yeah, yeah. this immediately. It's the yeah. nicest thing you've ever had. Oh, it was yeah, beautiful. It, is, it, it is was. Amazing. And um, and then that became a theme of the trip, really. All of us, like, we were on, if we saw something with the ice-cold uh, glass bottles of pop, uh, yeah, other drinks are available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And fully commercial. Yeah, good. If Coca-Cola wants to sponsor us, I'm delighted. Yeah, come, yeah, yeah. Come on me. board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a show. I'm a fan of the drink. So you mentioned you, you mentioned that you were you were having perhaps a hard time here in the office. Let's say in office in inverted commas of your oh. your business here. At what at what time did that adventure come? Did that come at the right time when you were struggling, or was there a bit yeah, of it did yeah yeah yeah. What, well, what happened? I tell you what happened. What I've re I've realised a lot of life realisations. Mm. I was a hundred and ten miles an hour in my previous company. Uh -huh. I was doing you know in the first three years I did seven days a week and then it settled down a little bit. But I was still very very busy. Yeah. And you know it was a six figure a month company. Mm. I was having to work. I was having to bring in one hundred and fifty grand a month to bring break even. Wow. Like for anyone who hasn't run a business on us at home, you might think that is mental numbers mm. for for one man to have to have on his shoulders to think about bringing in every month. You know, plus then you've got home life and bills and yeah. you know and whatever yeah. kind of lifestyle you're living at home and all the rest of it. And all that kind of pressure um had built up over the years. And what happened was I kept on well, I did it, I smashed it, you know. Um in fairness, we did it and we built up this massively successful company and then we sold it. 
And I went from 100 miles an hour with purpose, recognition, and processes. Mm. For a busy, busy Oliver, those are important things. Yeah. I didn't realize that at the time. I was like, I'm going to chill. Yeah. I'm going to be always semi-retired. You know, I'm going to chill in the garden. COVID's yeah. here. You know, let's have a party, light mm. the barbecue, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And that was the wrong thing for me. Mm. So wrong. We started all this when we met you. Yeah, yeah 2020. Course. Yeah. But then we went, you know, it wasn't busy to start with because we were kind of closed as soon as we opened. Yeah. Yeah, because of the COVID rules. Mm. Like we could just do takeaway coffee. So there wasn't anything for me to do really. Yeah. And just taking a few photos of cars and putting them on Instagram wasn't going to cut the mustard for me to keep me busy. No, after you know? your, yeah, what you've been used to working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was men mental, like the hours that I'd done previously and all the rest of it. But I thrived on it and I did it, mm. you know. Uh, however, I unhealthily did it because back then I would drink and all the rest of it mm. and, uh, and all that. And so you... Um, yeah, that is, that's kind of how you would cope with the stress and the pressure. You needed a blowout, you know? Yeah. I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I realize all that now. I've had a lot of time to decipher it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so much I'm so much more better person for all this. Good. Um, but what's, what's the outcome of this? The outcome of this is I had to, I had to hit the bottom, really, to come back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I got, like, at one point, I was um, down in the dumps. You know, I didn't even want to get out of bed, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I was also knackered. You know, my yeah. brain, my brain was tired. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I think is a very normal thing. A lot of people don't ever no. experience that. When you've yeah, gone yeah. from living a hectic life with a hectic work schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly something becomes a bit easier. It's almost like those, it's those Sunday mornings that I think occasionally a lot of us get and we, you end up doom scrolling through like Instagram reels or no TikTok good. or something and you're like, you suddenly realise, oh my God, I've been here 45 yeah. minutes. Or, oh, yeah, no, just I, doing nothing. I lost my way with it all. I yeah. did. And, um... Long story short, um, it, it took me until this year, really. It took me this year. Like, I'm, uh, um, you know, sadly, uh, divorce, um, you know, and heartbreak and that kind of thing. And uh, I've had to go for all that, really, to, to get happy mm. and, um, and actually to realise who I am. And what they say, I'm 40 this year as well, so wow. the life begins at 40, they say. Uh, I think <laughs> it's true. I think it's going to. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm in a, a lot better place for it as well. However, it just makes you realize that money is not happiness, okay? Yeah. It's so not. What it's made me realize is my little girl, family, mm. yeah? Um, health, health is so important, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Mentally, physically, body, mind, all of it, okay? Mm. Um, and I've done, I've done fits and phases where I did teetotalism before, so um, is, even, is that even a real word? I don't know. Yeah, I like to make it things up. It is now. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's an ollieism. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so I did, did it for two years before, and then... Uh, and work pressure and stuff like that made me uh, crack a little bit and not do it. But anyway, mm. the um, long story short, um, I've done it a few times this year, and now it's a full time hobby for me. Yeah. As in, or not a hobby, it's a full time life decision. Sure. And uh, and something's clicked this time, and something makes me think like, yeah, this is this is the right thing to do. You know, it's a hundred percent, especially when you've got you've got an amazing child. Yeah. And uh, and I realise now I'm. But what I found is I found the happiness in what I've got. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not looking for anything. So I'm super happy with the business. You know, everything's flying. We're really mm -hmm. working hard. And the wonderful, wonderful people that I've got around me. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And what I've come to realize is I've got in me naturally what most people would might drink or take something for. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I'm a bubbly personality yeah. and, uh, you know, and a confident lad. And um, yeah. And when you start realizing that and you're realizing who you are as a person, mm -hmm. uh, you um, all of a sudden you don't need to uh, reach for the top shelf or go and have a pint after work and all the rest yeah. of it. I'm more sociable now than I've ever been. Brilliant. Mental, right? So I'm, I go out all the time now. Yeah. Yeah, I go out and see my friends. I've got my circles of friends back in my life. And it's such a happy feeling and a lovely thing, you know, and I'm chatting to people. And, but I also drive everyone home. 
Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and because of my job, I'm normally in something like, uh, what the lads, what the, the youth for today say, say a nice whip. Um, I'm not really that kind of guy. A whip for me is an ice cream. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, because I sell cars, yeah, I'm, I could be in a different car every week, course, which, which yeah. thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy. That's, yeah, my, that's yeah. my perk of the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. typically I drive whatever has fuel in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, uh, is, that's generally the uh, used car yeah, yeah, sales yeah. approach, isn't it? And especially as we're building back up now in business yeah. and money and all the rest of it, you know, because what also happens with when you get down in the dumps is you don't really work very hard. Mm. So we spent through a lot of money very fast, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, and then, but do you know what? Like, I'm so much happier with not much money. Mm. I'm so much happier with myself, like, just like from that point of view, because it lights a fire in you so strong. Yes. Like you want to get out of bed and you want to get going in the morning, you know, yeah. and you have to lose things to realize that. Why do men do that? Why can't men see it beforehand? I don't know. Mm. Um, but that's, you know, I think a lot of men probably guilty for the same thing. You can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. And that's a sad thing, you know, because people are going to get hurt, you know, yeah. uh, when that happens, but which is very sad. And that is what's happened in yeah. my life. But the um, yeah, you just got to keep on progressing, haven't you? And you've yeah. got to just keep on being a better person. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like the best human I've been now. That's great, you know? and that's a nice feeling. Yeah, I can imagine. And and it's, a, I think, I mean, it's obviously credit to your personality and the way that you look at life. But I think having that ability to take a step back, which you obviously have had to do, take a step back and reassess everything that's happening. I think far too much we do on retrospect now. We as humans, and it, perhaps as you say, perhaps it's a bit more of a blokey thing than it is uh, for the girls, but we often will just put up with stuff and just get on with stuff and go, okay, this is a bit, this is a bit tough now, but perhaps it will get better and I'll get through it. And then it will take maybe even years at one point that you look back and think, oh, why didn't I change that back then? But you've managed to do it amidst... Yeah. the time that you're you're in this yeah and and i mean fortunately for you you've been able to do that because i mean imagine if oh, if I'm that l- down in the dumps continued and yeah maybe even two or three years down the line you decided right that's it i'm knocking it all on the head I'm, oh it got bad john yeah. and then you um, think yeah. back and think god if only in 20 yeah 2022 i yeah. decided to take a new approach which of course yeah. that's the thing that most people do we all look back on things and go oh, i oh. wish i'd changed that then i was too scared to do anything about it i was too scared to yeah. sort anything out and i was too scared to um to say that I drank too much or anything else, you know. So I, um, yeah, this kind of thing was, uh, for me, I think, splitting up uh, with my ex. Yeah. Uh, I think that was probably the massive kick. That yeah. was the biggest wake-up call for me personally. And that was the one like, like, what the hell am I up to, you know? Mm. And it makes you think, um, you know, it made me realise that I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy in my life. Yeah. And, and then I had to get happy, you know? Mm. And then to do that, I had to find myself. And that is so cliche, right? And people mm. are going to be puking. Right, but the uh, but it's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. I had to find like I I love exercise. Yeah, I'm really into cold showers right now. Okay, I'm loving them. All right, bit of Wim Hof going massively. On. Yeah, and yeah. I went on a retreat with a guy called at Richie Norton, um, an adept explorer. Is a, a retreat. And I went on that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say I found myself on that retreat, but right, I loved it. I loved it. Amazing food. And I mean cold ice, like they had yeah. filled a hot tub full of ice. Yeah. Right. And we were getting in it daily. <laughs> and it was like, you don't need to drink. You don't need to get a high from anything else when you're doing that. Mm. Right. So every single morning now I have ice cold shower. Yeah. And I'm up to three minutes. Wow. And at the moment it's icy cold. Yeah. yeah icy, course, yes. in, especially in Wales. Yeah. 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 So we got, we're lucky. I mean, the water quality here is excellent mm. uh, for our fresh water. And, um, yeah, we, yeah, I'm up to, so you have a hot shower to start with, boiling. Yeah. Okay, Do I was going to ask, you start cold and then go start hot. Start hot, and I go really hot. 
Yeah. Yeah, because apparently that's good for, like, I've been learning a lot about well-being recently and a uh-huh. lot of different things. And you, you get all the toxins out of your body and all the rest of it or any any crap off your skin and all yeah, the rest of it. Yeah. And then you, bang, you go on the cold. Uh-huh. All right, so to start with, if anyone wants to do this, you start on 15 seconds. Right. Chili. <laughs> yeah, I did a little shake then, but yeah. And then you build it up to 30, 45, 60. Right. And then all of a sudden you're doing, all of a sudden you're doing three minutes and you're not, you don't feel cold anymore. Mm. You don't scream and shout. You have to breathe. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to breathe gently. Yeah. And you're deep breathing. And on this Adept Explore um, retreat page, uh, you'll see there's Tamara and Richie, who are these wonderful people, um, great people for you to have a chat with. Yeah. Uh, they're petrol heads too. But um they um, yeah they teach you how, how how to do the breathing, and um, and that helps. So when you do the breathing, you don't get scared, you yes. don't panic, yeah, yeah, and you're calm. And then all of a sudden you're going out to the to work for the day, calm but energized. Mm. That's two very nice things to balance. Yeah, yeah. Have to start your day with as well. Well, I I never used to be balanced. Mm. Yeah, I was completely unbalanced. Let's be honest. I'd be 110 miles an hour all day long. Bang 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 bang. And I would make bad decisions. Mm. And you could be foolish decisions in the evening as well when, yeah, you know, the working day finishes. And what would happen is I would, like, delegate all the work out to everyone. But I wouldn't actually back it up with the calm, like, here's the details for the work. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just yeah. like, do that, do that, do that, do that. Now, it would get done, mm. but it would get done wrong, scruffy, incorrect, rushed, stressed. As opposed to giving people the calm information that they need first and sitting down and showing people how you want it done first. Mm. That's where some changes have come with me personally. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How aware were you at the time that decisions you were making might have been wrong or difficult, or did you have any? Did you have any recollection? No, I had the blinkers on. Right. Yeah, the blinkers on because especially when I was running the company, it was 100 miles an hour. I didn't have time to think. Mm. I had two and a half thousand clients. Every single one of them had my telephone number. Of course. I had 20 to 30 staff at our peak between self-employed and employed. Uh, We had a fleet of vehicles on the road. We do all these different kinds of things, and. um, it's a 24-hour day business as well. It was the security industry. They could people could bring you any day or night. So you can imagine me and my um, me and my ex-partner. We'd be lying in bed and like it'd be two in the morning. An alarm would ring on someone's house, yeah. and then they'd be ringing me. And so you answer the phone, and all you can hear is moo 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 yeah. down the phone loud. That's knackering you out. Yeah. That's screwing with your brain. That's yeah. screwing with your sleep. You know, you start realizing all this stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just starting to piece together the huge puzzle here. Of course, you know, and, yeah. uh, and it's a, it's a good feeling. You know, and it's yeah. making me such a happier person yeah. um, by piecing together. And it gives you answers. 
like, I wanted some answers. I was like, why am I so scatty? Why am I all over the place? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, uh, and instead, I'm just, I'm just bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it feels good. I bet. Yeah, it feels yeah, good. The, the phone ringing thing, that's it. That's, I remember having a conversation with somebody at the time that I was running a particularly hectic production. So I'm thinking back to what well, I used to run a big event production thing. And it was a similar thing. For about two weeks of the year, it would be the most manic period where you've got multiple events happening in multiple time zones yep. and the phone would always ring and the, at the end of that phone was always somebody who was high stressed because yeah. the only reason they're phoning you is because something's gone wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember speaking to somebody not long after the events and I'd almost have this aversion to my phone because if the phone rang, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I, I, I get it. I and get it was it. like you know, it was it was like electrotherapy almost. Like you, yeah. you suddenly really were avoiding something because you knew, oh god, if I answer the phone, it's going to be something I bad. Get, I started to silence mine. And of course, yeah. and that's the thing, you know, when you've been doing that for years, suddenly your <sighs> mobile phone is no longer a. Ten. Oh, this is nice because I can pick up the phone and speak to. Mm a relative or a friend or something like it becomes oh that's that's a bad news thing yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. negative that becomes a negative thing in your life massively so yeah for your scale of time it, oh. you know that's a that's a huge psychological perhaps unseen buried at the back of your mind somewhere but there's massively. there's a big psychological play there that's associating something that you've got with you every single day in your hand in your pocket that rings a lot that's a negative thing yeah um so i realize that now and mm. um, yeah, so my phones are still on silent now. Good. So sales calls, uh, sales calls normally come through as messages to me, emails, texts, WhatsApps, all the rest of it. And yeah, I am a little bit averse to the phone, mm. a little bit. People are always like, I can't get hold of you. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, you'll, you will get hold of me. Leave me a message or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but I've also got an amazing team around me now. So Perfect. low. So we've got William, Tom and Luciana. Okay, so we've had a few changes here in little bits and pieces and we've put together a solid team. So we've got Luciana Malinati. Um, she's our Italian stallion in the office. Uh, <laughs> and she is, oh, she's so good. And um, she does all of the money in and out. She deals with all the customers. She makes sure all the legit paperwork is all done, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, and she's, um, yeah, she's the backbone really of the company and she's been an amazing asset to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a couple of photos of us now on the, at, at Low Classics and it's Low, L-O-W-E, mm -hmm. which is my initials, Leon Oliver Window, and then the E stands for whatever you want it to stand for. <laughs> Egypt, uh, if you're from <laughs> Ireland, or entrepreneur, or engineering, or excitement, I don't know, whatever. Electric cars when you go into that market. No, John. <laughs> right, we'll come on to them because they, they're dead in the water, aren't they? I don't know, who knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's, that's been really interesting. And um, yeah, we've got William, who's a trained motorsport engineer. Uh, so he's on board with us. He's prepping the cars for sale. He's, he's helping with logistics and so on. And then we've got Tom, who's a suspension specialist. Great. So Tom has worked for Fox Suspension for all his life. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. yeah. Highly skilled. And um, so we've got Tom, who's our Saturday boy. And uh, who knows, in the future, he'll probably come on full time here. Great. And he, um, yeah, he's, um, he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's such a little superstar. He works with quite a lot of people outside of us as well. Like he works with this is Grip, which is Neil Carey, Chris yes. Harris's. Yeah, um, they, they, well, they do film, so Tom goes to help with them and all the rest of it. But he's a solid guy, so he can come here and he can set up cars. He can do suspension work. He can do a lot of other little little things. He's a great engineer. Mm. Uh, so that's our team at the moment. Uh, and then we've got obviously our fellow friend Richie, Richie Real. Of course. Uh, yeah. So we've got Richie Real and Andrew Salter from Baffle as well has been helping doing uh, from AGS. He's got coming at AGS Visual. Mm -hmm. uh, so these guys, um, they come and do the film and photo for us. Yeah. Okay, because we're prominent on social media. We like to do a lot of work on it mm -hmm. and show people the stock we've got. So um, Great, yeah. that's where we are. That's our update. You know, that's where we are. Um, and it feels good. It feels fresh. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. Good. And when I'm enjoying it, the byproduct is sales. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we have never sold as much. Literally, we're, every single car that comes here at the moment, we're marketing for a little bit higher than the rest of the marketplace, mm -hmm. and we're selling them. Great. Yeah. So we're doing well. So the little cut that we get for ourselves, we're actually getting on top. So customers are getting what they want for their cars. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So everyone's happy. But because we're putting this beautiful uh, footage and film together of the cars, because we're marketing them correctly, mm. but also because we're good people. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking after people. We're making sure they get a good buy. Yeah. And we get yeah. and we've got good stock which has been looked after. Then we've got a solid little business here. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, as a as an I say as an outsider, which I guess I am really because you're it, an insider here, well, John. You're well, a friend of the business. As, as an outsider to the the brand and the ability to look at the brand, it's mm. it is stratospherically bigger. Yeah. Even just even just from looking at the Instagram feed in comparison yeah. to when you started, and you had some cool cars. You know, when yeah. you started out, you had some cool cars selling, but. God, I mean, the amount of times I've rocked up here to do some filming in the local area and always yeah. popping to say hi and stuff, and you know, you've you've got you've had the, some of the most amazing cars here, and you know, you're listing oh, stop luxurious six figure six figure cars though. Yeah, you know, and I mean, this week we've got a Lambo Urus coming in. Uh, oh. We've got a uh, we've got a six figure Corvette C2 Le Mans uh, race car. Uh, oh. We've got a Ferrari five one two BB. Uh, so the Billonetta Boxer. Yeah. Uh, we've got one of those here, which is, what, 250,000 quid's worth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's a Porsche 992 GTS. Nice. Uh, you know, we've got big ticket items. Yeah. yeah? Um, lots of, we, we seem to be in lots of classic 4x4s at the moment as well, because mm -hmm. it's winter. And um, and then a mixture of all other kinds of restored little gems and unrestored gems. So, yeah, we've, um, yeah, we've got solid stock. It's great. Yeah. Uh, we've also now become, we're one of the only businesses in the world allowed to run the gentleman's drive. So of course. as opposed to yes. an individual yeah. um, running it, um, Mark Hower. Hi, Mark. Um, I know he listens to this podcast. He does, he does. Yeah. Um, he's a legend and he, um, as a, we're not doing it to benefit Lowe. We're doing it, um, but, but Lowe is in this building and he, he let us use Lowe as the little base because we're a classic, like we've got a community. Yes. So I think he gets that. And so we've got a community of people. So uh, I mean, this year we raised, what, 5,000, 6,000 pounds? Brilliant. Uh, yeah, for men's mental health and uh, men's uh, cancer charities. And we did a tour of the Brecon Beacons and down to another classic car hub called Wits and Prestige, which are, uh, they're, a, they're a place down in Newport that sell cars. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're, um, yeah, good friends of ours. And uh, they, yeah, we went down there for a barbecue then at the end of the day and we had the most loveliest turnout of cars. Great. Yeah, really, really pristine. Um, yeah, so that's that's been good. So that's another little thing that we're bolting on, and we're trying, you know, you try and give a bit back, you know. Yeah, no, that's really nice. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a wonderful organisation, isn't it? Which, of course, is linked to. I think a lot of people still think of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, which is Correct. that brilliant, classic and classically yeah. styled motorbikes. Everyone dressed up very well and dapper, yeah. dapper riding around. But this is the same, the same guy behind it, isn't it, Mark? That's Mark, yeah. come up with this brilliant idea of a similar thing but with cars and totally and yeah I'm and yet it's to early get days it's the infancy of it oh completely right what yeah. second year yeah and, and that's it people first year was in world. covid with it yeah so second year yeah so that was good but yeah the gentleman's ride now is a big big deal isn't it yeah and huge. um i'm hoping that one day we could host our own from baffle that'd be great it makes sense it really does yeah we could fit we could fit what 300 bikes here easy yeah um yeah. maybe more yeah. And um, yeah, so one day I would hope that we could do that here. That would be great. Yeah, mm. I'd definitely come and join you for that one. Good, I hope that'd so. That'd be amazing. Yeah, the roads. I mean, we we come up here as as the production driven. We come here to film locally because the roads are just so amazing. You know, mm -hmm. from within about a five mile radius from here, you've got some of the best 
starts of drives, haven't you? So Massively. heading over to the Breckens and, and even further down south and even back going back towards England you know, through towards Hereford and stuff. There's some great roads around there as well. Don't go, don't go bringing an EV car here again, John. <laughs> we can't charge it. And uh, we've got two minds on that now, so touching on that. Yeah, I, got, I was going to ask then. Come on then. So what, what, Porsche, what's the, what's Porsche the general... Siemens, they've got the answer, surely. So Porsche and Siemens or Porsche, Porsche uh-huh. and Siemens have got this um, synthetic, pet- synthetic petrol. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, yes. So I've been reading a lot about this. And they're onto something. Yeah, they've just run all their race teams for the year mm. uh, on this synthetic petrol. Mm-hmm. It works in a normal petrol pump yep. from a normal petrol station, yep. but it's ninety nine percent less pollutant. Mm. Yeah, it's also cheaper. So, why aren't we using it? Mm. We need to surely. Like surely, I mean, I, I looked at the numbers on how how much, how much how much fossil fuel it takes to make a battery for a car. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, what like ten thousand tons of iron. Why does why I mean I, I mean these are just figures I've seen on social media so yeah, they, they yeah. could all be nonsense. Yeah, yeah. However, they were showing like the diggers chewing through diesel, digging up these big mines. They were showing this, this, and this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And then these batteries haven't got that long a shelf life. Mm. So it doesn't feel that comfortable to me. No. There's there's something amiss with it. Yeah. It's either hydrogen or the synthetic petrol. Surely is the way forward. Mm. It's a, it's such an interesting debate, isn't it? Because I've been Massively. on both sides of it and having driven a, a few EVs recently, and it does you know I I like to try and look into things as much as possible and, and, and find out these answers. And there's been there's some interesting cases from both sides, both the kind of positive about actually producing batteries isn't quite as carbon intensive as possible, or the other argument yep. is that the, it, the balance between how long you have to drive your EV for, because this was the other argument that, oh, okay, it's great going and buying your EV, but you need to drive it for so many years before it then balances out. <laughs> actually, someone's taken the time to do the research and go, that's ah, actually not as bad as we thought. Right. But ultimately... Price of Anything that gets us away from having to send children into mines to get cobalt and lithium, yeah, uh, that's good. Because the the one thing that still I believe, and anyone that can quote me differently, please write to us and tell us. But I I still am under the impression, as far as I'm aware, that no car manufacturer in the world, from Tesla to Mercedes Benz mm. to Bentley, can tell you where their cobalt and lithium comes from, and that's bad. Because there are some, there are some ethical mines out there who are mining, but everything goes through refinery. Everything goes through a brokerage system. Wow! So, so who knows where it comes who from? Who knows where it's coming from? Who knows who's being brokers stand by up? It? So yeah. <laughs> um, in, until that can be cleared up, yeah. And until somebody can categorically say, yeah, actually, I know it makes twenty tons of carbon dioxide to make this EV, whereas it only takes ten to make the non EV version. Mm. Don't quote me on those numbers, but it's that kind of extreme difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, and until we can get those sort of answers, I'm always going to be a bit dubious I'm, about it. I'm hoping that it is the. Um, I'm hoping that Porsche and Siemens nail this synthetic petrol. Oh God, it'd because be amazing. Diesels yeah. die, diesels go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, V8 lorries, petrol lorries, mm. petrol everything. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Everything would sound amazing. <laughs> Bring back V10s. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, because we are petrol heads, all of us, and we like, you know, love mm. all that, you know. But if they can do, if they can bring back petrol that works in petrol pumps, which is cheaper than we pay now, yeah, and it's ninety nine percent less pollutant, yeah, then surely that's the answer. Yeah, I, yeah? I would absolutely agree. I think the only thing that holds it back is that it's that big. It's money, isn't it? There's conglomerates, governments, yeah, corporations. It thinks, I mean, hydrogen. We all thought hydrogen was going to be the answer, and yeah. you know, think back, think back even ten years. Why isn't it the answer? 
Uh, it's just a deep one for you, John. It is a deep one. I'll have a go, though. I'll have a go. I mean, the, the, the general consensus is that I think for Joe Public, it was always a difficult sell. There yeah. is a certain age demographic that hear the word hydrogen and they think of explosions. Yes, if me. You're a child, I do bombs. You, well, yeah, that's it. I think if, if you're a child through the Cold War, which I wasn't, I must admit, I was born in the late 80s. Um, but perhaps my, you know, my dad's generation and older, or our yeah. dad's generations and older, they would, they still see that as quite a scary word. Um, the other, so so the the kind of public upsell was always going to be a difficult one. Uh, it's a lot harder to transport. It's a lot harder to store. Yes. And EVs and batteries, batteries we've known how to make. And yeah, yeah. Those are easy. We know the formula. Electricity isn't as scary no. because we use that word every single day. We I've seen a few Teslas going up, so that looks scary. It, yeah, they yeah. really go bang. I wouldn't, bang, I wouldn't want to be sat in a Tesla on fire. That's no. for sure. Other no. electric cars are made. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen those. Catch I don't, on can't fire. comment if they're more or less flammable, but there are <laughs> there are other ways to get warm. Love it, Eck. Um, and yeah, I, I and I I think sadly, at risk of sounding like a bit of a conspiracist, oh. I think the oil <laughs> companies just have. They've got too much influence. Yeah, there's there's a lot of yeah, yeah. backhanders and yeah, friends within high places and, and all that. Surely the oil companies so, can start making this synthetic stuff. Exactly. Well, that's the yeah. thing. You know, I remember watching adverts on television from Shell who were like, we're yeah. harnessing algae to make biofuels. Like, Great. Oh, where's that then? Yeah, where is it is now? It? Why yeah. haven't we got it? I remember going to a car launch. Uh, I think it was the Alfa Romeo Giulietta. Yeah. I think. So what would that have is been? Is that an SUV? No, 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 no. It was a little... Oh, no, I'll tell you, like, no, it was a Mito. It was the Alfa Romeo right, Mito. I remember, yeah, yeah. And they did the launch. They did the Posh UK launch at, yeah. Yeah. They did the UK launch at uh, our own Hydron Collider, which we have in the UK. I can't remember where it is, and there'll be people shouting at there. It's a big speakers tube. Speakers now. Big tube under the ground. Yeah. They put particles together and make things. Uh, amazing facility. But they did the launch there because they were like, look at this futuristic place, and this is where we're doing it. And they were talking then. They had this big thing about hydrogen, saying, hydrogen's coming. And I remember asking one of the guys from Shell, who mm. partnered with, with this event, I said, how long? So this must have been like 2010, I reckon, 2010, wow. 2011. I said, how long till I can pull into a You four would have been call? 10. Yeah, just about, yeah. <laughs> I just passed my test and yeah. put on my first pair of shoes. Now, I, uh, I remember saying to the guy, the engineer, like, how long until I can go into every Shell, every shell station in the country and have petrol, diesel, LPG and hydrogen? as the choice of what to fill up with. And he went, five years, no doubt. Every right. single petrol station in the country, five years. Obviously, that didn't happen. No. And I just think, because it, it, because there's so much infrastructure that goes with it, it's such a big change. I mean, we're seeing now the knock-on effect of, we're all being told to go out and buy EVs as new cars. 2030, we okay. cannot buy... 2030? 2030. Is, is that the, a thing? That's the deadline date where you will no longer be able to go into a car showroom wow. and buy a car solely powered by petrol or diesel. Okay. So but you'll you be can able to at buy, low classics. You can at low classics, Good. of course. But Fine. I'll stop so that. this is new car sales only. Yeah. If you uh, so from 2030 it must be at the very least a hybrid of right. some variety, plug-in hybrid. Wow. From 2035, that is where the ban of all fossil fuel cars comes in. So from 2035 uh. you will not be able to go into any car dealership in the country Hence to buy why they a call new it synthetic car. Petrol. Mm. Ah, clever. So at that point, you won't be able to buy a car powered by anything other than electricity. Whoa. Or hydrogen, if that Whoa. happens. But is that's the same for motorbikes? That is a very good question I don't know the answer to. I, I, With my oh. baffle culture hat on. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. 
you know, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, because it's not the same for trucks and commercial, because they can't get that right yet, batteries and things. But I think that's where hydrogen's waiting in the wings, because hydrogen, for those that do or don't know, hydrogen is a fuel cell that ultimately powers an electric motor or charges a battery. So that becomes the power station. Oh, that's how they do it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not combustion. Well, that's another complicated thing. There is combustion hydrogen. Wow. So there are a couple of car that's manufacturers that have made <laughs> a combustion engine with right. a hydrogen fuel cell. It Whoa. looks like a car and it sounds like a car. And it has an exhaust pipe yeah. where water vapors come out the back. Cool. Uh, it, it exists, uh, but it's incredibly complicated and it's incredibly expensive. Wow. And the actual result of burn, again, I'm being very careful how I say things because I will probably get some statistics wrong. But from You're what doing I've, well. I'm, what I'm, I've seen, I'm learning a lot here. This is like, <laughs> we've I flipped it onto the John Markar <laughs> podcast. I yeah, I like that's, a, that's another time altogether. But yes, from what I've looked at, uh, the efficiency of burning hydrogen just doesn't come quite as close as the efficiency of burning Okay. Of, of, of powering electricity. So it's better to... All oh right, okay, so, so it's, it's better You can harness it. more for the cost in electricity yeah, yeah. and more for the material in electricity than you can with hydrogen. And that's the reason, one of the reasons that electricity has um, progressed and EVs versus hydrogen. I think yeah. if, if perhaps all of the oil companies had signed a declaration back maybe 20 years ago and said, yeah, right, yeah. we know we can have a go at hydrogen, so let's all do it now. Let's all shake hands and agree that we're going to phase out fossil fuels and we're going to go with hydrogen. I think the world will be a very, very different place. And it yeah, may yeah. still happen. It I may agree. take 20 years from now. But this synthetic fuel has suddenly come in from the wings. And That's gone, exciting. Hi, guys, look what we can do. I mean, you and can I... tell you've got a pair of car geeks on the podcast today. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, any, anyone who's listening now, uh, please, you know, you, if you wanted to, you can tune back in now. But yeah, it's... Um, but yeah. no, synthetic petrol surely is the way forward. That to it's me, got to be. it sounds like the most exciting. No change thing of ex- ever. no change of infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine percent less pollutant. So that means it's probably less pollutant than making the batteries. Yeah, mm. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we're looking at we're like further down the road. Plus, we haven't got all that slave labour and all the other crap that goes with it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm and they've just run all their race cars on it for a year with no issues. Yeah. 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 So fantastic. Yeah? yeah. It is exciting. It's the same octane. Yeah. yeah? All the rest of it. So, like, why not? Let's just let's just start making it. Mm, let's exactly. get it in our cars. That's it. And I mean, we all drive petrol forever. How how wonderful would life be? I know. It, but the amazing burbling. thing is, you know, we, we think back on. Uh, there's a lot of people that say, oh, you know, well, the first cars on the road were EVs. They were electric cars, which is true. You know, the the the, the first production cars that were being sold on the road were electric vehicles. Milk floats. And milk floats, remember of course. Those? Yeah, I do. I Heavy, remember slow. Hearing uh, milk the, the whine of a milk float early morning. Yeah. Um, but the other thing as well is a lot of the early cars that were being powered, the, the combustion engine cars, were being fuelled by biofuels, ethanol, which ah. is a byproduct of wheat, of making whiskey and things like that. Right, right, right. So Makes sense. All of this has Why existed. Why aren't we using that? Yeah. All of this has existed. And I know that you, know, but you have to be... Ethanol is, has different chemical... Mm. Uh, components to petrol and can do scary things to metals and blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah okay. uh, so that's the reason I don't think that one took off but the, the thing is the mad thing is we've been here we've done all this before and it's now we've got to the point where we need to get back into it um, and we're two years down the road from the last chat I wonder what will happen in the next chat we do in two years I know we'll, we'll have our hoverboards and uh, <laughs> they would have harnessed anti-gravity Ooh. oh that would be nice yeah, um, that'd be good. Which okay. uh, I, I did listen to a podcast, re- podcast recently where somebody said, uh, five years from now, we'll we'll hear the secrets that uh, the uh, the big technology companies have been working on. And apparently, an- anti-gravity has been harnessed, oh, really? uh, which we'll find out about later. Who Why? knows? Could be complete tosh. Well, I hope so, yeah. And I hope I, well, I hope I stock in a few of them by then. That'd be nice. Okay. <laughs> anti-gravity. You've got a DeLorean downstairs. We have got a so, DeLorean downstairs. You know. One owner, 14,000 miles. And what I've been told is one of the best in Europe. Anyway, really? if not... 
worldwide in condition. It even has the original cardboard, bo- cardboard box that comes with it with the Brillo pads in it. No for, way. For scrubbing all of the outside and the instructions that say, please do not go in circles. Please just in one straight line down yeah, the car. Yeah. And you start at the front of the car, go back down. So you brush all in the same direction. That must be quite therapeutic. Therapeutic. I drove that car. So, hey, let's get back to a, a yeah, driving in fact, podcast. I think I heard a story about <laughs> this car, which was that you went to pick it up with the trailer and that didn't quite work. Yes, because uh, we drove it in the trailer. We couldn't get out. Because <laughs> in a DeLorean, anyone who knows a DeLorean, if you've ever seen one, have a look at the windows, the electric windows on the DeLorean. Yeah. The DeLorean is a fantastically pointless car. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to just put my hand out there and say that. But I had to drive it back because if we put it in the trailer, we couldn't get out. Because <laughs> one, the gullwing doors, and two, you can't get out the window. No, they're tiny little things, aren't they? The window is smaller than an A4 piece of paper in a DeLorean, the electric window. Yeah. What they were smoking back then <laughs> was strong. Uh, well, they weren't smoking anything. It was a powder substance, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that's not good for you. Um, but there we are, yeah. So anyway, long story short, I had to drive it back. So uh, so on we go. Uh, so I drive it back from um, ross on Wye, not far from here, oh, from the collector's house. Yeah. And I've never had so many looks in a car on the road, really? ever. Uh, in the car was the soundtrack for the movie. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so we're playing it, and uh, and I just felt so happy, right? <laughs> um, the steer- right, This car is a well-sorted well sorted example, but still has its issues. Mm. But these are the issues from the factory. So the steering wheel, left to right, no movement. No, really? The wheels don't turn. Oh, God. Okay, the Volvo small engine in it, mm. what, the V6 Volvo? Little V6 it's engine. A dramatically underpowered car, isn't it? Massively, yeah, because yeah. that car weighs two tons or two and a half tons of solid <laughs> stainless steel panels. Yeah. The, the stainless steel welding and work on it is exceptional. Yeah. It's also got like uh, composite tubs in it, front and rear. Right. Right? Mad, mad build. When you look at it, there's technology in that car that is being used. Like, mm. they, they were ahead of their times on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, it's actually not that uncomfortable, but it's not a good place to be no there's different switches and different bits of cars from every single manufacturer in the world in that car right there is bits of everything I'm, I don't I'm not going to reel off all the makes of different cars because I'll make myself look silly and get it wrong however there's a lot I recognise a lot from other cars yeah. however yeah I had people coming up by the side of me taking photos from really? their cars I had people like waving their hand going go press the button go back to 1988 you know and all this and uh, go fast yeah. I might even watch that later on actually I think I might watch that it'd be fun um, but so we've got one 14,000 miles and one previous owner Wow. Mental, yeah? Imported from California, and it's sat in our showroom at the moment, and it is an absolute... I say this about the best cars here, Mm. because they're all the best. Gem. It is a gem. Perfect. It's an Ollie gem. And um, it's such a good car. Yeah, it's just so cool. I have people messaging on Baffle and on Low saying, oh, is the DeLorean there? We're going to make a trip two hours to come and see it. I want to show my son what a DeLorean is. I want to show my son this movie that I fell in love with as a kid. Brilliant. I want to show him. And so they come here, they sit in it, they have a look at it. And uh, and it's probably worth £80,000 now, that car. Amazing. Because of the condition of it. Is is this one you're selling? No, we're not going to sell this. This is in storage for a friend of ours who's in Dubai, for a lovely man. And he's got a, a little collection, but he's um, he's got some which he's going to move out there, and some not. And, mm-hmm. uh, and anyway, so we're looking after it for him. So we're uh, we're uh, yeah, we're just the keepers at the moment. We're just cool. uh, we're just keeping it. But if anyone wants to come down and have a look at it, you're more than welcome. Wow, we've got some interesting stock knocking around. Yeah, as ever. Have. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, go on then. Run me through some of the other bits and pieces you've got because you've had. Oh, I mean, wow, okay. This is dangerous, of course, because in, the, in the, the few weeks between recording and publishing this podcast, I know that stock can completely change. It will. Well, I'll tell you what's coming in, the future mm. stock. Um, we've got... So at the moment, we've just sold a Mini Cooper S from 1966. Uh, we have sold a 996 C4S, which is the prettiest of the 996 cars. Yep, agreed. And uh, 40,000 miles. 
you know, three owners, really? wow. great car. Uh, M4, we sold a BMW M4, a recent one, which now they are now a used car bargain. I a BMW M4 I is a cheap car. Twenty thousand pounds mm. with the, say say you get one with ninety to hundred thousand miles on it. Say this one we sold was twenty two because it had fourteen thousand pounds worth of optional extras. Nice. Yeah, it had the self driving features. Yeah, you know, yeah. down the motorway. Cruise, yeah, yeah, and all that with the cameras all around the car. Mm. Um, it had the Napa leather. It's got the bang the, or the Bose. Is it uh, Bose or Bang Olsen in those? I think it's Bose or Harman Kardon. Harman Kardon, but they did put some BNA systems. Who in knows? There. Anyway, it's a posh one. The nice one. Um, it had, it's got everything, the pearlescent paint, the okay. nice brakes, everything, you know. Um, yes, it was a, a spec monster, mm. as we like to call them. Um, <laughs> yeah, what else have we got here? We've got a, a 2019 shape, the facelift of the Vogue SE, which is, um, yeah. um, I'm currently cruising in that, but that is um, Corinthian grey, oh, Mer- merino tan, Lovely. yacht wood, and, and then black suede headlining and all the rest of it. it is, and the fridge. It's got the big oh, sound it's system. Got, oh, yeah. It's got everything yeah. in it. Yeah, it's got uh, literally. It's absolutely. Someone smashed the. The autobiography has a slightly different features on the outside. Yeah. The owner of this, the first owner, wanted a, the certain look, so like quite a fresher, younger looking model. But mm-hmm. he wanted all the autobiography spec. Nice. So we just put everything on it. Wow. It's um yeah, it's incredible. Have you got the original sales invoice? I love this with Range Rovers. One hundred and twenty-six thousand. <laughs> Two and a half years later, what's it worth? Oh God, thirty. 40? No, no, 66. Six, okay. 66. Right. It's halved in three years. Wow. Halved in value. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It now makes a very, very attractive buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And an aluminium car. Yes, yeah. of course. Look, uh, and 40 miles to the gallon. Yeah. Yeah, from the SDV6 engine. Yeah. Uh, and the lower tax bracket. So actually, all of a sudden, they're not they're not as bad for the planet as they used thing. to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now it's doing the same miles to gallon as a Ford Focus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, so there. Wow. So um, all those people that, you know, hate all these Chelsea tractors and all the rest of it, they're actually not too bad now. Um, that's a fantastic car. Mm. Uh, what else have we got? We've got a range of different defenders. We've got an Overland TD5 Defender. Uh, we've got a Puma TD5, TD, uh, sorry, a Puma Defender in, which has had a load and load and load of modification work done to mm-hmm. it, uh, done in, repainted in British Racing Green. Great. With black eye, ARB racks on it, and air lockers, and all sorts of other mm. goodies on it. Um what else have we got in? I'm trying to think. Um, different Mercs. Uh, we just uh, we just sold a Merc down to our friends at Duke of London, Merlin. Yeah. Uh, we just dropped a, an SL down there for his dad, um, <laughs> which was a nice one, 50,000 miles green, you know, a couple of owners. Um, various other things, yeah. You'll have to have it on. A, we've got a Fiat 850 TC. If someone wants a bargain, I'm going to use this to, to <laughs> I'm going to use this as a mic drop to wrap up did the it, uh, podcast it. for us. It's going to be a Fiat 850 TC homologation special uh, from the late 60s, early 70s uh, for the race cars that they used to do. Rear wheel drive. Think Mini Cooper. Yeah. Rear wheel drive, rear engine. Yeah. When you go to a corner and lift off, it goes in a straight line. It's lift off understeer, not lift off oversteer. Brilliant. Incredible. With a Tubi, the Tubi, um, the megaphone kind of, uh, yeah, like yeah. the early Ferrari kind of exhaust. That's right, yeah. It had a Tubi exhaust on it. It is the loudest car in the world for an 850. Yeah, there's got to be no silences in it whatsoever. You start it up and it's like, bang, 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 bang. And everyone's like, what is that? And then you pull up in the tiniest car everyone's ever seen. It's a lot of fun. A real one is 80,000 pounds. Uh-huh. This is a real one, but in Italy was reshelled because they rust. Ah. Yeah, they and they rust. Full massive build with it. It was done, done at a Fiat specialist in Milan, and it was brought over to here. Wow. And um, it's twenty four grand. Wow. 
Yeah, and you could eat your dinner off every single panel. Wow. Yeah, but we're taking offers on that. So if anyone wants that, there's a little Christmas special of a fee at there somewhere <laughs> for someone, or a New Year special. A New Year special, depending on when this goes out. Yeah. yeah, a New Year's a New Year's special for that car. Fantastic. Anyway. If it's still available. Well, the only way you're going to find out is by looking at the website. Thank you very much, John. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, this has been great. It's been great to catch up, and yeah, it's, a, it's a difficult one to try and put into production because, of course, we have chats all the time, and it's yeah difficult trying to remind the listeners of what they've already heard or what they remember maybe you yeah. haven't heard that original podcast go back to yeah, October to story. 2022 yeah. Our story, yeah. interesting to to compare the two I might listen to it on the way home yeah 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 That's it is it. yeah it's um look I'm a like I'm a positive mental attitude person yeah you know I believe anything is possible I mm. love all the manifestation stuff that's going on at the moment all yeah. this movement of it and all the rest of it yeah. because I'm very visual mm. if I see something I want to make it happen yeah. I'm gonna make it happen and all the rest of it but to do all those things you've got to be happy yeah. yeah, so if you're doing something in life that is not making you happy and um, or you're in a situation or a relationship or you're in anything but it's like you're not happy, mm. um, it takes balls, right? And it's really hard, And uh, but you should really do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'd like to sign off and it's just to say, get yourself happy. Yeah, because when you're happy, everything else in your life will fall around you and fall into place. That's how, it's, that's how it comes, you know? It attracts things, yeah. you know? The law of attraction, yeah? Mm. It's so true. And, um, and I'm living proof of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'll say. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, John. Thank you. Love to everyone, okay? Good stuff. Thanks, Ollie. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end. And it's John Markar here again, reminding you that this podcast, the Driven Chat Podcast, has now run its course and has come to an end. To find the new format, search the Driven Podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps. Thanks. Bye.